This is the Rock Zone Podcast, brought to you by Tom, Max, and Ben. And it's the Rock Zone Podcast Summer Camp Series. It's continued. Oh, it's going to be a good one. Great guest this time. All the way from Scotland. Three, two, one. Rock Zone in. Rock Zone in. Rock Zone in. <laughs> and we are into part three of our Summer Camp Series. And today we are going to be looking at... Strength! Strength. That is correct, Max. Tick. Good good, good answer. Uh, now, as you all know, I am pretty jacked. I'm stacked. Uh, short king. No laughing in <laughs> voice. Hey, I'm only a short king if I've got a tall queen. I haven't got a tall queen. So. There is no need for me to be around, okay? Because I am stacked. And, uh, well, at least for the whole of this episode. So I've enlisted the help of a true professional today. We're going to be hearing from an athlete, a coach, an all-round superhuman, uh, the one and only Sarah Holden. Nice. Mm. Nice. Excited. Yeah. Very, very excited. And um, she's going to tell us everything that's important to know and live and breathe about strength training. Mm. You boys ready to get strong? Well, uh, I'm actually also not hanging around for this, so uh, <laughs> okay. see, see you later. Are we, are we fucking off together? Yes. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. It's not like I've been left holding a, a short straw because he's going to be a brilliant person to talk to in just hey, a few holding. seconds. Hold it, yeah. I mean, Sarah holding the straw, but uh, but yeah, let's get her on. All let's right. bring on Sarah Holden. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Let's get into it. Sarah, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm great, thank you. Been enjoying the sunshine and enjoying a little rest from High Rocks competitions as well. <laughs> I guess uh, one of the things we love to do on uh, on the podcast is uh, we always like to, before we get into the serious stuff, we like to start it off with a round of quick fire questions. Uh, okay. So are you ready? Okay. Um, what is an everyday item you can't go a single day without? Oh, a hairbrush. <laughs> Ooh, lovely. <laughs> I wish I had the same thing. Uh, in in uh, in a feeling, describe how you found the last season of High Rocks. Horrendous. Boom. I would agree. Uh, what world record do you think you'd have a genuine chance of setting or beating? Ooh. Uh, uh, something that requires a strong mindset. I don't know. Mindset. Yeah. Meditation. The world yeah. world champion of meditating. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> Fantastic. If you could share a trifle with any sports person, dead or alive, who would it be and why? David Goggins, obviously, because he's the man. Fantastic. And, uh, he's the yeah, man. He's also DM'd me twice, so we're like best friends. Fair enough. Like, <laughs> and, uh, and finally, would you rather do a high rocks with a weighted vest or weighted leggings? Definitely a weighted vest. My legs are he- yeah. heavy enough. <laughs> no comment. Um, the, the, I mean, I, I don't think I could do weighted uh, weighted, weighted leggings. Weighted leggings. Or I think that would be yeah. that would be so hot as well. Imagine. Maybe it should be a product idea. We should do, bring it out to a special brutal series of it. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much. Those are those are your quick fire questions. I think you passed. I mean, there's no one I don't else know. on the team. I'm not sure if I maybe that hairbrush one. I'm, I would change. Maybe trainers. You know, something. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I'll give you one redo. You yeah, do... I want to change to trainers, please. Trainers, yeah. what brand? Because um, you got a specific Ni- training that you yeah, love? Yeah, Nike Zooms. Nike Zooms. Mm, Zoom 5. Nike Zooms. Zoom 5. Yeah. Fair. I'm going to go on a quick tangent here. How did they fare getting in and out of a rower, the Zoom 5s? They're all right. They're not too pointed at the back. They're not like yeah. the... 
I can't remember. There's another pair I have, and they're they wouldn't fit in a roar. But yeah, they my ones are fine. Fair. Okay. Yeah. The the Sarah Holden recommendation shoe. Yeah, Nike I do Zoom, like them. Very good. Very good. Fair enough. <laughs> Wicked. So, Sarah, those are the quick five questions. We've sort of broken the ice as such. Could you tell us a little bit about your background, just for everyone listening at home that might not have a super clear picture uh, of who you are? I mean, I, to start with, like, where did your whole fitness journey begin for you? It began about, well, I grew up as a child doing gymnastics and swimming, so I was always into it. Um, but my fitness career started 11 years ago. That's when I decided I wanted to be a personal trainer and got qualified and uh, worked in gyms for about six years, just constantly training clients, mm. um, which I loved. And then I had my little boy, so that's when I moved to online. And yeah, the last five years has all been online coaching and a lot of work on Instagram with different brands and stuff like that as well. And it's great. Fantastic. I have to say you are killing it online. I mean, how was the the transition for you making that sort of in-world, like physical training in person to uh, the digital sphere? Yeah, it was fine. It was, it, I did a kind of hybrid thing at first and then, you know, it went really well. It's great and, you know, it's so much more flexible and I can work anytime from anywhere. Uh, but I do miss sometimes the social aspect. Like sometimes it's, mm. I sit all day and I'm like, wow, I've not spoken today. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm looking at the walls. What's yeah, going yeah. on? <laughs> Just check my voice still works. But um, mm. no, it's, yeah, I do prefer online. It just works better around my life. Yeah. Yeah. I bet I think one of the things with Hyrox at least is the community online is a very social community. What was it that sort of led you towards Hyrox or how did you first sort of uh, come about getting involved in the sport? Because a lot of my cross my main sports CrossFit uh, or it was yeah. for anyway back then and uh, a lot of my friends were doing it and they weren't at the CrossFit comps anymore and things like that because sometimes <laughs> they were on the same day and I was like, where's this person? Um, mm. And that's how I heard about it because it was like a year and a bit ago. I'd never heard of it. And then mm. I found out it was running. So I was like, nope, not for me. Hate running. Mm. And then some, yeah. somehow I just got like intrigued and did one and then now I'm addicted. So yeah. Addicted and you just can't get enough. Um, yeah, every race, uh, I think. Yeah, every race. I remember, maybe it's on like the run before the row. I always think I'm never doing this again, ever. And mm. then I'll, at the end, I'm like, I'll do another one. It's fine. Mm. So, which would you say do you have more fun doing when you're in the CrossFit sort of space or in the high rock space? Like enjoyment, you mean, or challenge? Yeah. Well, enjoyment. actually, let, let's hit both. I mean, which yeah. which for apples en- and oranges? For enjoyment, I really don't enjoy running I'm trying to I'm getting there so when I'm doing Mm. a high rocks yeah there there's never at any point that I'm like I love this I'm having fun like but (laughs) like never once have I ever thought that but um yeah the the challenge though because I find it's so challenging Mm. like I really like that that's why I keep doing it you mentioned the sort of the running aspect and not wanting to do that I think I'm the same What's your sort of, um, your goals? What is it that you want to achieve? So my main goal is to improve my running because that's going to bring up my, uh, bring down even my higher ox times. Um, Mm. So right now I'm working towards a 45 minute 10K, which I'm not near yet. (laughs) And uh, last year I had a pretty bad season with higher ox just because I was so injured. I kept getting injured. I think it's because I just started Mm. running. My technique wasn't great, but yeah, so... It's better now and just focusing on, you know, a lot of strength work um, around running and stuff like that to avoid any further injuries. Mm. So, yeah. That leads us fantastically on to, I guess, today's 
topic of today's discussion, really, or the sort of the meat of the episode, um, is around strength training in high rocks. And I think you've touched on a really interesting point there, strength with relation to running. Mm -hmm. What was your experience like coming back from a sort of a running-based injury, I assume it was, um, and having to build up strength in your legs? Is that the case? In order yeah, to... like my legs are, are strong. Like give me a, a, I can clean and jerk 90 kilos. So they're strong, mm. but they're not like all the little muscles, they just get ignored. I just do a compound. So it's been that that I've been working on, you know, like calf raises, strengthening my mm. hip flexors, things like that. So yeah, I find it pretty boring, but it definitely is worth it. Mm. And so strength training, is it typically we're looking at weighted exercises uh, with sort of low amount of repetitions and a higher weight? Like what sort of advice would you have one for someone who's trying to uh, come back from an injury versus someone who's trying to progress uh, maybe a discipline or a strength like Olympic lift. Yeah, if you're trying to just build strength in general, you know, there's always this, is it is it high reps, lightweight, or is it low reps, yeah. heavyweight, and all this. But to be honest, it's a weight that's challenging for you no matter what the reps. So as long as you, it's important that you have progressive overload. So say you do do mm. five sets of eight, you know, you want the last couple reps of every set to be really, really challenging and that's how you know. And then, mm. you know, as you progress, you'll be, you can, to make it harder and build strength, you can either increase the weight or you can increase the reps or slow down the tempo, things mm. like that. So there's lots of ways you can do it. It's not just, you know, keep adding weight or adding reps because, you know, it gets to yeah. the point where yeah. it's just a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Diminishing returns. Yeah. The, so, so it's about... about about finding that fatigue point then would that be yeah, correct push, about yeah, pushing yourself you don't want to finish your set mm. and be like oh, that was fine you know like you want to finish mm. your set and be like wow i really need this like 90 second two minute three minute rest whatever it is um, so mm. yeah i think that's a good Fantastic. gauge and what, what would a typical um training week like for yourself look like actually if, we, if we're talking about strength progression obviously you're now sort of looking towards turning your attention to next season do you have any specific sort of patterns or routines that you follow in terms of how you're going to walk yourself up to the 23-24 season? Yeah, well, at the moment, I'm just about to transition into a new running program. But what, so that I'm not really mm. sure what, how that's going to go yet. But what I have been doing is um, about, like recently in the last few weeks, is about 35 to 40k running a week, which is tons mm. for me. So I'll do like one long run, a tempo an easy run and then an interval or something um and God. it's just so hard <laughs> because yeah i know though i do too much crossfit so i'm i'm pretty much like, i take one rest a week and then yeah so i'm quite fatigued so i'm cutting down my crossfit in the next few weeks uh, but yeah because mm. i also do two olympic weightlifting sessions a week and probably four, mm. four crossfit metcons or some sort of high rocks metcon mixed together so mm. Yeah, it's a lot. Mm. Um, so just just currently looking at spacing that out a bit better and, and maybe lifting a little bit less because I've got the strength. For me, the goal is the running. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely about focusing on the area for the most improvement. Yeah. I think in the, in the previous episode to this, we actually talked about um, sort of benchmark testing. Um, and that's probably pretty apt with these sort of movements that you're discussing here, like Olympic lifts and actually like basically doing strength tests. Mm. How do you look to actually sort of put a metric on your improvement over a, a training period? Um, with regards to strength? Yeah, strength, 
With strength, yeah, I don't test my one rep max very often. Some things get a bit carried away with the Olympic lifts and test that too often, but (laughs) with everything else, no. It's just more like knowing your weights and how they feel and and when Mm. when to increase them or increase the reps. So I guess it's, it's, again, it's listening to your body and sort of, oh, I remember that didn't feel as hard as it used to. So, oh, this doesn't feel as hard as it used to sort of thing. Yeah, and a lot of my clients, you know, they, especially if you're new to weights, you maybe Mm. won't remember what weight you use and things like that. So I get them to track what they lift uh, as well Mm. until you get to know after a while what weight's right for you. Mm. Uh, but writing it down will help yeah definitely logging it is well actually out of interest how do you log your sort of gym routines I mean I personally struggle with oh I just slap stuff on Strava but I don't actually have a structured way to document this sort of stuff yeah I just kind of know in my head to be honest what I'm doing like I know what lifts I do on a Monday and a Wednesday and what days I run yeah Oh, it can change depending on mum life and work. But mm. yeah, I just know in my head what I'm doing. But yeah, I guess you could use your 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 diary and your phone or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my diary's got some dark secrets in it. We, uh, <laughs> I write that up late night, candlelight. We all, well, your notes. You mean your notes? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, I don't want any. Yeah, I think everyone would hate for their notes to be published. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which would you rather? Someone read through your text messages or your notes? I oh. think the worst stuff's probably in my notes. Yeah. Either would be bad. <laughs> 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 Fair enough. And, and on that topic, we'll move on <laughs> yes, uh, for everyone listening. Exactly. <laughs> um, so you mentioned your training plans, that you obviously have a fantastic online coaching business. Do you have a lot of clients that come to you for high rocks training or more CrossFit training? What does that sort of typically look like? Yeah, it's quite a big mixture, to be honest. And a lot of my clients mm. are actually in the US. So um, oh, okay. high rocks, is, I know it's there, but it's not as like there I don't think correct me if mm. I'm wrong so a lot of my clients from there you know it's more like building strength fat loss mm. getting fit my main my main niche I would say is like build muscle lose body fat if you if that's one of your goals and to get really mm. fit and increase your core strength but I do have quite a few clients who are training for high rocks as well yeah but it's quite a mix mm. it is quite a mixture yeah fantastic I mean with those ones that are specifically for high rocks like are there any specific uh, movements that you sort of target towards them as individuals that are more akin to what you see in the race itself? Yeah, well, of course, the stations. So I get them to mm. train on because a lot of them that like, I hadn't really either like, used a sled before or anything like that. It's just something that usually I think before high rocks, it was just sat in the gym and was never used. Mm. I don't know about your gym, but it was never really mm. used in mine. And um, so just getting them familiar and training on all of them and getting used to, you know, running mm. on fatigued legs and things like that. I've got a really annoying question, which I have no idea what the answer could be now, is if your gym doesn't have a sled, what sort of exercises should you be looking to bring in to fire up the same muscle groups, if any at all? Is there an alternative? Yeah, I mean, for sled push, it's a lot, it's all kind of lower body, isn't it? So, I mean, you Mm. should be anyway, but doing like your squats, like box squats are great, Um, your deadlifts, everything like that, and then for your pull as well lower body but also like your back so rows things like that your grip strength Mm. so there's lots of things you can do uh obviously Mm. if you have a sled it's ideal 
But, yeah. you know, you don't want to never have pushed a sled before and go into a sled fishing high rocks because it could be a shock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people have hit that wall. Yeah. Um, um, but, no, there are, yeah, you can you can break down the muscle grips used within the movement and, and train to strengthen them for sure. Definitely. Taking another lens on strength right now um, and the sort of mental strength, and not only in the world of sport, but in the world of holistically having a great time with fitness. I think one of the things that would be a miss to mention, and you mentioned it earlier, is mum life and mm. your ability to actually, one, have a fantastic relationship with your job, but also your home life. How do you find um, that sort of balance uh, working for yourself? Is it a positive one? Yeah, I think it's great. It, w- it was really hard initially finding the balance. And when he was a baby, like any parent will know, that's just, you're just sleep deprived constantly and everything's hard. Um, but yeah, I think now like he comes first and then I build everything around him. So my training, mm. sometimes like last night I did a run at half nine on the treadmill and cause he didn't go to bed till like, he wouldn't sleep. And I was like, God, just sleep, I need to run. <laughs> 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 um, but you know, like I, I just say to myself, like if it's planned for the day, you do it. doesn't matter what time it is, mm. you know, sometimes, mm. you know, and it just, it's just non-negotiable for me. Um, so I think it takes a lot of discipline, but now that I know that like, I've got to the point where it is just a non-negotiable, I'm like, oh, I can't believe I need mm. to do that, but I do it, you know? Um, yeah. And then work as well, obviously, uh, schedule that, and he's at nursery and starting school soon as well, so yeah, it's mm. fine, it's fine. It's not fine, it's very difficult, but it works well. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, though. I love the idea of, like, you've signed the, the social contract with yourself of, like, this is what happens on these days, yeah. and that's how I hold myself accountable yeah. to it. I try and look at it as, if, you, if I have an appointment or a call, you know, mm. I wouldn't cancel that. So why would I cancel something for like, an appointment with myself that's going to benefit mm. me? in the long run so yeah i say that to my clients too i'm like don't schedule your workouts in as appointments you can't quit you can't like not turn up on yourself it's rude like get it done (laughs) that's wicked like appointments for myself yep and it really really helps people that struggle with consistency i think it really helps like before the Mm. week saying right when do i actually have time this week put it in your diary and then it's there and you have to do it like any like work Mm. like anything it helps mm. but obviously there's times where you do need to rest something will come up or you're mm. tired or ill but you know most of the time yeah making that commitment making the pledge yes. I mean do you have any advice for parents out there that are looking to improve that I mean obviously there's making the pledge thing and working around it but specifically you, you've got a load of experience with it was there, is there anything that you could uh, pay forward to any of them any advice for those that are athletes and also parents yeah I just think remember not to be hard on yourself and don't compare yourself to the athletes who are not parents because literally they can train anytime they want like it's so hard to like fit it in at times where you're Mm. tired or that aren't really ideal so you know uh yeah don't be hard on yourself in that sense and don't compare but uh, make sure as well you kind of get to learn your body and know the difference between being extremely tired and needing to sleep or just being like parent tired, which is what I call it. Uh, <laughs> whereas, Super you know, human tired. you're tired all the time, but there's levels to it. You know, there's the there's training tired, which is, you know, or there's the no, there's no way you should train stay tired. Um, so, yeah, I'm just I'm really selling it, aren't I? It's an amazing being a mom, though. It's the best thing in the world. <laughs> I bet, I bet. I feel like you should have a little infographic on your Instagram profile of like different levels of tiredness. Yeah. Like you can point at each tail and be like, yeah, this is a... The intensity is like my version of the whip. 
which is another thing I, I don't think parents really works for parents because it just tells you to have a rest day every day. <laughs> oh, the uh, the week band, yeah, the fitness tracker. You know, yeah. It, on the topic of that, like what fitness trackers, sorry to, my brain's just gone on a side tangent. No. I love fitness trackers. Um, <laughs> what do you that's use? Not to disrespect. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm big on the, I graduated from, I was back in the day when Pebble came out, which is like the, a precursor to that got bought out by Fitbit. Then I went into Fitbit. Now I'm on the Apple band just because I really like the holistic nature of like the blood oxygen stuff in mm. combined with like all the other third party plugin stuff. Yeah. But the whoop has been something that's been really on my mind recently mm. because of that sort of the ability to see the impact of like alcohol and things like this on yeah. your sleep, on your life. Like what, where, where's your head for that? The whole fitness tracker space. Yeah. Well, I use Garmin just because mm. obviously I'm trying to be a runner and I was like, all oh, the runners have Garmin. I will get Garmin. <laughs> but I do really, <laughs> I do really rate it. I do really like it. Uh, but I did have Apple Watch before and I liked Apple Watch as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, Whip I've tried. Um, but for mm. me, I don't know if just the time in my life, I was sleeping like four or five hours a night, working late and had a new, like a baby. So it, mm. every day I was in the red and it just told me to rest. So I found that demotivating because I was like, well, what am I going to mm. do? Never train. But maybe I didn't give it enough time to get to know my routine. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, a lot of my friends use it and speak extremely highly of it. And like you said, you can see the difference if you have alcohol the night before, even like one drink, I'm sure it, it, you yeah. see the change. Um, and it tells you, doesn't it, like what, what sort of session you should have and stuff like that. I mean, I think trackers are great, but I don't like to rely on them too much. I just like to listen mm. to my body. But maybe for someone that struggles with knowing what exactly they should do. I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I think Max uh, has also spoken about this in the past in terms of like, when do you start changing your behaviours because of what you're seeing on your wrist? And is that a positive thing or a bad thing? Like mm. living in fear of like, oh, I, d I feel tired today because my watch told me I should be tired. That's what, um, that is a very true, like, my, my, I don't really wear my garment in bed anymore, but I used to. And I'd wake up mm. feeling great, ready to seize the day. And my Garmin yeah. would say, you slept four and a half hours last night. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm shattered. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. it would every time. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, but I do sleep like seven, eight hours now, by the way. I'm mm. not really, but mm. um, yeah, yeah, that is definitely a thing for people, I think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the um, I think it's enough of me asking questions. We've actually reached out to the community and we've got some fantastic community questions Amazing. Um, for yourself. Yeah. So we asked the listeners what questions they had for you. Um, the first one comes in from Lorraine Eve Johnson, and it's a nutrition-based one. Do you take creatine? I do not, but I'm actually going to start to. I've never taken it. Mm. I know it's a really, really good supplement, and I highly recommend it. And pretty much everyone mm. I know in the fitness industry takes it. Do you take it? I'm actually transitioning back onto it. At the yeah. moment. I, I, I was off of it for a couple of years because yeah. I, I wasn't really sure. There's loads of research out there yeah, at the moment yeah. saying think, like, it's really good. I think just because I've never taken it and I feel good, I'm like, oh, I don't need it. But I would be interested to see how it would mm. affect my performance, if at all. Um, yeah, we'll see. I, I am going to start taking it. Yeah, yeah, I am. It's been on my mind. Yeah. Uh, Welsh running mammy. Uh, how do you set realistic goals? Oh, I have a think about my goal like the big goal the main one and then why mm. i want to achieve it and then i break that down into smaller goals and i think right how much time is 
am I going to need for this? You know, and is that realistic mm. around being a mom, work, uh, everything like that? So, yeah, I guess thinking about the goal and breaking down the time and effort that you're going to need to put into it. And are you willing to put in that time or sacrifice whatever you need to sacrifice to work on that goal? And if the answer is no, then adjust the goal. If the answer is yes, then go mm. for it. Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's making that plan and that pledge and agreeing beforehand. Yeah. Like, I think that's achievable. I think it's important to to actually break it down and make sure it is realistic around your lifestyle. Otherwise, it's demotivational if you can't if you can't actually yeah. achieve the goal. Solid advice. Um, when you're exhausted uh, from the week and have limited time, what is your go-to high rocks workout? Like, what's the the one that you've always got in the back of the locker? Or, I mean, you mentioned earlier you had a set routine. Does that ever deviate? Oh yeah. Well, my actual high rocks workouts change all the time. I don't often repeat them, but like somewhere, somewhere uh, style, of course. But yeah, if I just don't want to think, I will just do like one k intervals running. Uh, or mm. you know I'll go on the ski erg and just do a 5k which is horrible but you just you just go sweat don't have to think something like that 5k yeah ski is my strength though I'd rather Hyrox was one eight 1k skis I always say this oh. I'd love that I'd probably win <laughs> <laughs> right, I love I a ski we might have a word with the team <laughs> we can make it happen for you Sarah, yes you I would love that honestly that. just one run and eight skis yeah. great <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I just I, I just I do something that horrible. doesn't require much thinking and takes about half an hour if I'm yeah. really tired that I'll just get like something intense that'll get a sweat on and done. Yeah, blast it, get yeah. that energy that engine going. Fern Silitsto, how many Hyrox races uh, are you planning to do next season? Way less than last, because I did too many. <laughs> uh, I'm oh, yeah? going to do, that? I honestly don't even know. It's just people kept saying, are you doing this one? Are you doing this one? And um, yeah. I am about for athletes, athlete as well, and they're at all the races, and they're like, "You come in," I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I may as well do one." Um, so yeah. anyway, this season I'm going to do London November Women's Pro, and I'll do Glasgow if it's in Glasgow. I don't know if it is, mm. and probably one abroad. I was looking at Dubai, but I think it's a bit soon. Ooh. Yeah, a couple. Of my, uh, one of my friends lives there, who's doing it, and she's trying mm. to convince me to come over. But yeah, maybe just three. Uh, who knows yeah. it might end up being about eight <laughs> you never know <laughs> yeah exactly it's a uh, slippery slope the high rocks yeah addiction. yeah it is. Um, you, you mentioned quickly them traveling abroad uh for a high rocks but you actually are quite the keen traveler in your own right I am. <laughs> do, you have any, have you, do you have any advice for how you maintain um like a workout schedule when you're on the road yeah for sure i uh well it depends if it's if I'm just traveling for work or if it's actually a holiday with like my son or something, yeah. if it's for work, I just fight, like I just Google what gy- good gyms are nearby or I'll go out running mm. uh, and I keep to my routine the same as much as possible. And then if I'm on holiday with my son, then I get up, luck- like he sleeps till about half seven these days, which is really good. So mm. I get up at six and just do a workout, half six, do a workout on the balcony before he gets up and then spend the day with him. So mm. yeah, I prefer, like, it's totally cool if you want to chill on holiday. I don't really, unless I feel I need it, just mentally it makes me feel better. So mm. yeah. Fair, yeah, definitely. And it's around working around the other people on the holiday. Yes. And then yeah. when you're doing things without equipment, is that, do you have like a sort of repertoire of almost 
strength-based training or do you pivot it to more high intensity interval stuff yeah uh, a bit of both i take resistance bands with me if i don't have equipment so that's you know you can do like your squats and thrusters and rows and everything with them and then i just create myself workouts on my own training app that i use for my clients so then i'll just follow them it's like sit you just press go on the app and it times everything for you so i'll just make a few of them for myself to make sure i do it and yeah yeah that's it wicked so final question uh this one comes from kim mansell and it actually comes in the form of an audio message oh i originally just did a lot of weight training and then when i started doing high rock started doing a lot of running do you now do strength days to make sure that your overall muscular strength is staying high or do you combine your strength days with um, conditioning or compromise running I'm currently just doing a lot of compromise running which is incorporating the strength aspect and I just feel like I'm not maintaining a higher level of strength which then lets me down on things like sled push Um, so I'm starting to get back into isolating strength days but yeah I wonder what Sarah's advice on that would be yeah, very good question. Yeah. I think um, if your main goal is strength, then don't go and run and then try and do strength work after it because you're going to be so fatigued. You're not You're not going to put everything into that session. So, yeah, I would split it. Uh, myself, I do – it's just the CrossFit way. I'll do my strength and then a Metcon at the end, you know. But, mm. but now, yeah, I think for Kim's goals, I would suggest definitely looking at splitting it up. So having maybe two, three, you know, I don't know how often she trains, maybe two strength days per week where that day is a strength day, you know, make sure eating plenty of protein, things like that as well throughout the week, and plenty of calories. Mm. And then, yeah, do the running uh the conditioning stuff like that on separate days yeah everyone's different Mm. you know it depends on your schedule your recovery things like that like i i do recover quite well so i could do some strength work in the morning and then at night like tonight i did that this morning tonight i'm running you know so i think if it's spaced out well it's okay but yeah it Mm. sounds like she's she maybe needs to split it up a bit more yeah break it up Mm. uh and, and just focus on the on the individual things. Yeah. Um, Sarah, there is one final question that we do ask everyone that comes on this podcast, and that would be, what is your post-Hyrox cheat meal? So oh. what do you like to eat after you've raced? Well, it takes me a few hours, I won't lie, because I always feel really ill and sick after. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, Women's Pro is in the morning now. So, yeah, by the evening, mm. I'm ready, I'm hungry. Mine, is, it's got to be, it's got to be steak. Like I just love steak, sweet potato, oh. sweet potato wedges or fries, some oh. barbecue sauce with them, but the steak, peppercorn sauce, yeah, or a burger, oh. or a burger. It's, it's hard to choose. Maybe both. Yeah, I mean, if it was burger, where's the <laughs> both? Fair, you can have both. Where's the burger coming from? Five guys. Five. Or, thank you very or, much. Great yeah, answer. I think, what are you drinking? Uh, mm, I'm quite boring. I'm a water person, but I, I might go wild and have like a diet iron brew. Oh, oh, a diet iron bro. Yeah. How how apt. Her Scottish Waving the, the Scottish flag. Yeah. Do like yeah. an iron brew, do it now and again. <laughs> right. We're we're getting distracted. Yeah. Um, the uh, final bit, because the boys will shoot me if I don't ask, what is the dessert that you're having in this meal? Anything chocolate. I only oh, eat chocolate yeah. desserts. Okay. Like, I think it's just a waste of calories if it's not chocolate. It's not enjoyable enough. Mm. But anything yeah, anything chocolate, I'll take it. Yeah. 
Brilliant. Awesome. Um, is there anything else that's going on in your world at the moment that uh, people should know about before we go? I mean, there's loads going on. There's, if anyone's looking for online coaching, then you can visit sarahholdenfitness.com and my Instagram, if you don't follow me, is sarahholden underscore fit. If you want some savage workouts, follow me there. Oh. I post workouts pretty much every day on my story. Hard ones, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sarah. You've been an absolute delight to talk to and you've really shed some pearls of wisdom uh, in our um, summer camp series on how to find your way in the wonderful world of strength. Um, So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. Bye. And that is it for this week's episode. You have been listening to the wonderful Rock Zone podcast. Uh, I've loved every minute of that one. Although I wasn't really in attendance, I've just been doing some strength training myself. Max and I have been just doing some bro weights. Uh, yeah, it was good. Sarah was brilliant. I really, really enjoyed listening to it. Just some nuggets of wisdom in that um, that I'm definitely going to be taking away with me. Anyway, quick gentle reminder that we are now releasing episodes on a Monday and make sure that you press that follow subscribe button just to make sure that you get the episodes first. And I'm also back from lifting incredibly heavy weights. If you want 10% discount of your next Hyrox race, then you can find that in our link tree on our Instagram bio at Pod. Let me cue this episode out with a 3-2-1. Strength! Roxanne out! Roxanne out! Roxanne out!